0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to our second Wisdom Cricket Weekly Decade Interview podcast brought to you in association with Perry delivering distinctive club blazers made in Yorkshire since 1946. Today we're picking the Wisden Men's ODI Team of the Year. I'm Yazrana and deciding the ODI team today with me is the trio of Dan Norcross, Adam Collins and Phil Walker. I'm not going to ask you how you're all feeling at the moment, so we'll go straight into the <laughs> rules. We're going to split the selection to three chunks. We've got openers, numbers 3 to 7, and numbers 8 to 11. There needs to be a wicketkeeper and an all-rounder in the top seven and there needs to be at least one spinner in the lineup. We'll pick through consensus as much as possible. Ideally, don't want to go to a vote each time. And we must have a captain which will decide at the end. after we chosen the eleven. Kicking off with the openers, Dan, who'd your first choice be as opener?
1: I can't look beyond Rohit Sharma. He's got to be the man. Uh, average of 57 at a strike rate of 92. 6,700 runs. Second leading run scorer in what has been a truly dramatic decade. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> He's the man, isn't he? I mean, no one is surely going to argue with that take. No. Adam will have him. Adam will
2: have him. I will have him. I think everybody, all but 100 men alive, would have him in in their side. He's been a phenomenon since he was promoted by by Doney to open the bank. Um, he does it all with a bit of dash and daring as well. Um, he's never rushed. He never hits it more than 80%. And yet... He owns what three double hundreds, three double hundreds, yeah, I
0: think, in ODI cricket. So he's a genuine game changer in a way as well. No one's ever and breaks hit. your heart whenever he does it. He's, yeah,
2: <laughs> he's a joy, an absolute joy.
1: 2500s, he's yeah, got. yeah, <laughs> it's like it's extraordinary. Was it 263? 264, 264, yeah, 264 in a 50 over match. I mean, he could yet be the first man to get a triple century.
2: And, and he peeled off five in the world cup as well, didn't he? 500s in the world cup. Didn't even get player of the, to- player of the series either. If um, we were
3: doing this 10 years ago, there would have been far fewer tonnes, which I think means that you've got to look at some of the other metrics as well. All of these openers have made, made a, a stack of tonnes. I, I think Warner, though, a, a greater strike rate than, than Rohit Sharma, a, a comparable average, and, well, maybe not a comparable average, that's, that's overselling it, but um, 17 centuries along the way, we saw it at the World Cup, at a, another prolific tournament, a World Cup winner in, in 2015. In saying that, Hashim Amla for the first half of the of, of the decade mm. was by far and away the most important opener. So he I was wonder whether records the, left, right, and centre. Yeah, I mean his percentage Amler. of hundreds per innings is preposterous. But in that, I mean pre coley sort of completely taking over the game. So I wonder whether philosophically we need to sort of make a decision <laughs> that, uh, early on in this process and say that there will be players in the eleven who won't necessarily be batting where they would in their side. And and Amla. Might fall into that category. I mean, Ooh. and likewise, Warner could. Warner could bat at three if we wanted to, or, or, or not three, but down the list if we wanted to make a call like that. So, Amler feels,
1: feels to me, I, I understand he's been very crucial and influential yep. in one day cricket, but I think at the end of the decade, we're looking forward to the new ODI. Oh, and Amler oh. to me feels like the very best of the old ODIs.
2: Okay, this is studiously this ten years though, Dan. This this has to be this ten years, uh, and so we have to count it from Jan first ten years ago.
1: I'm and he playing. is the leading run scorer in that time. He,
2: he is. He is he, among openers. Among openers, he has, and and f- he is in my team. Right, we we preliminary picked uh, an eleven each. He is in my team by by a hairs breadth. Uh,
0: so you've gone Sharma and Amla.
2: I've gone Sharma and Amla. Amla has only made 100 in his last 24 games before jacking it in. And so he was undoubtedly on the wane and mm. that was across a two year period as well. But as Adam says, the weight of runs in those first six or seven years was, was phenomenal. It was right up there with the all timers. It was up there with Viv. Um, it was up there with Peterson. I think he kind of took his record off it yep. to be the quickest of 3000. I think since others have overtaken him, but in that early part of the decade, Amler was untouchable. Um, I've gone with Amler in my side, but there is an argument of a left-right left, left right as well, of course. You know, mm. Sharma, we've all agreed, is in yep. indisputably. So then you, you bring in Warner, who is very close to Amler. You can make a case for that. And also, I'll just throw in De Cock as well, whose record yeah. is, is, I would say, equivalent to Warner's. The average, the average is, is a couple of ticks below Warner. Um, and he's made 1400s rather than Warner's 1700s. But the quality of 100 that Decoq's made in terms of the opposition has been quite impressive. Um, uh, Decoq's made 500s against India and two against England. And his top seven innings are all against those two gun sides. Whereas Warner's made a couple of gimme hundreds in there, um, he's only made 300s against England and India combined across his 17. So while Decoq gives up a little bit on the, on the average, I think he makes it up with the quality of the opposition. How and much, also Warner's batting on roads, whereas uh, Cox arguably it's a slightly trickier job to face the white ball. How much there? store
1: are you setting though by World Cups? I mean, we all know sure, sure. how bilateral series they get; they, they can sometimes skew things. You know, players can yeah, get into right. a groove against right. the same bowlers, it'll right. increase their and average. So, so it, the Cox's World Cup was a disappointing one. Sure,
2: and Warner's wasn't. And so if I was picking between those two, I would pick Warner, but only just, to be honest. Yeah, we had just. this
3: same debate with the women's team when we were going through that, in that how do you weight World Cup performances and big tournament performances compared to bilaterals? I know, and I mentioned this on, on the women's pod, but I'll mention it again. Now, because Australia have won so many global titles in men's cricket, often there are these composite sides that are put together, these these you know World Cup winning teams and so forth. And, and one of the criteria is always how have they done at World Cups. So I think on that measure, it does help Warner's case. Not that Amler didn't do well in the 2015 edition of the tournament, mm-hmm. but and he obviously was part of the side that made the semi-final. Uh, likewise, Warner was this year in, in, in 2019. Uh, Warner did win the thing in, in, in 2015, which I, I wonder whether that should be. If we're tossing a coin...
2: What was uh, this, What was his 2015... Oh, 12, he, he, I don't remember. He made.
3: He made. He made uh, I, I don't have it in front of me. But if, if memory serves me correctly, he broke a record in a hundred, albeit against Afghanistan at the Wacker. Uh
0: huh. And, and I think yeah, he was. Exactly. He was a
3: solid contributor mm, yeah. um, without having utterly dominated um, in other parts. Of the Can tournament.
0: I add two more names into the mix? Johnny Besto? Johnny Besto and Jason mm. Roy, because mm. if you're thinking about this team as one to seven, we're gonna have a very good three to seven, I'm sure. Roy and Bairstow stand out because their strike rates are just higher than everyone else, I, I 109, 107. And, and also, by every measure possible, the best roy opening partnership is objectively the best ODI sure. opening partnership ever. Sure, I was
1: going to say exactly that. And I think if you did a podcast in five years' time Bang on, for yeah. who were the best opening batsmen between 2015 and 2025, you'd pick them. But you said it's got to be the whole decade. That wait, is the wait. gig. I'm, I'm going with of runs. I think I I agree with you. I think they changed ODI cricket in uh, Roy and Berto. But I, I'm not picking. I'm not picking them for this for this team.
3: Yes, it, it you should adjudicate this. Can we pick players out of position?
0: Yes, we can. We can if
3: so. Can we pick Amla slash Warner down the list?
0: We we can do that. Can. we can do that. And but also on the longevity issue, we t- we've talked about it on the on the other podcast. We we can also pick players who have been brilliant for three or four years. Right. Um we've already you wait till we get to my middle order. We've, yeah, and exactly. And we've we've re- <laughs> we've recorded the test one already and in that we spent a long time talking about players who were brilliant for even yep. just one or two years. Yep. So we don't have to see it they have to have played from 2010 to 2000, 2000, yeah. 2019.
1: Yeah. Well Warner was in my team. Yeah. Um okay. And I I can't not have him in my team. Fine, and Warner was in yours. And, sat- how,
2: and how I fashioned
3: it is like I, I brought Amler in down the list, which is obviously wrong, but that's how, <laughs> I, that's how I managed it.
1: Yeah,
2: okay. All right, well, I'm comfortable cool. with that. It was a hair's breadth between Amler yeah. and Warner for me, so I'm comfortable cool. with that. Just, um, just a tiny bit more on Besto, just very briefly. Yep. You're bang on, Dan. I mean, the record is astounding at this stage. He's, he's maybe a year off from being legitimately considered in this list because longevity has to play a part in this. Doesn't have to override, but it has to play a part. Forty-eight games, nine hundreds from forty-eight games. That is a ridiculous record, a conversion record, and he's doing it one hundred and ten clicks, one hundred and ten strike rates So that is astounding, really.
0: And, and if you're talking about massive moments, his hundred against India in the World Cup, when Absolutely. England had yeah, to win it's the, the hinge, game, is one, yeah. one of the best. One of the best hundred you can you can ask for. He's missed out. We've got we've gone for Sharma and Warner. Not a hand. It's not going to make him a furious. Side. He's going to be he, he <laughs> is
1: he is so de- going to be desperate to get into the team of the twenty twenties. <laughs>
0: Adam, who's the first name on your list out of a three to seven? Well, I mean, Coley, it
3: just depends where we... Again, it's this question, isn't it? Coley's three, but he's Coley four in order to accommodate Amla. But let's just say Coley is the next player picked yeah. For, yeah. For, for keeping it straightforward. And I'm sure that'll be a unanimous decision. He's made you know, the better part of, what is it, 12,000 yeah. runs.
1: 11,000 runs, an average of 62, <laughs> strike rate of 94. He's yeah. also played probably more
2: games than anybody else yeah. as well. He's cleared yeah. 200 games in the decade. No other player, certainly in the lists that we've been, looking through Oh I mean, Morgan got, 179
1: is, is sort of the closest of, of the bats 195
2: actually 179 innings 195 oh. games for, for Morgan and Dhoni is in there as 19 something as well 196 yeah. I think 196. but yeah Coley 223 games so not only has he scored the most runs by miles but he's also played the most games by miles he is a machine he's terrifying he's obviously he's, in all of our sides that goes that. he it. is forty two hundred. I know it's very 30 odd
1: it is insane but you know while we wax lyrical about him Let's not forget that the next name on my list, A.B. de Villiers, averages 64 yeah. yeah, at a strike rate of 109. Puts him in the I shade, mean, that makes it? That makes Coley look, frankly, pedestrian. I mean, yeah. that is the difference between a side scoring 288 and scoring 320-odd.
2: I don't know, you know. why de Villiers is... I've always had a bit of a blind spot with de Villiers. I can't possibly explain why. I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe i 've just not been watching when he 's done his special things maybe i i kind of maybe associate certain gimme hundreds that he 's made against average sides and west indies down on their luck or whatever i don 't know what it is but those those stats are not just irrefutable they they put him on a different plane, really.
3: The first half of the decade, De Villiers made 900s as a wicketkeeper as well, mm. just to throw that mm. in there. I mean, mm. I, I doubt we're picking De Villiers as our specialist keeper in this side, but his record, he averaged 66 with the gloves. Right. So again, it, it, it does beg the question as to whether we want to get a bit creative there. But I think AB and, and Coley are, are both in the side, aren't they? have, have, to, have to be. Yeah, yeah. it have just depends be. on where well, they
0: go. On De Villiers, I think part of it is because he was around for quite a long time when he was very good and then suddenly became incredible there was that jump and that might have caught people off guard
2: I yeah think. possibly and he, he did evolve as a cricketer as well because he was an opening back. he came in as an opener alongside yep. graham smith and and was not the dasher that we that we came to recognize but he was so good at everything that maybe his talents got spread slightly thinly i, I don't know what it is it's just I've, I've always wrestled with it a little bit
1: is he because he's south african i mean no, I, I, I have a and my entire life flashes before my eyes. The one thing missing will be all of Jacques Callis's test career. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he did catch beautifully. But I know what you're saying. Callis was a sort of a soulless, automaton kind of, kind of you know run wrangler. He just used to grind. De is too there. talented. Yeah,
1: it makes you think that. You know, possibly. he's not actually trying.
2: Yeah. He made a 97. Now I'm thinking about it, though. He made a 97 here at the Oval in a test match a few years back, and it was one of the best innings I think I've ever seen live. And he came off afterwards, and someone was interviewing him, and he said, yeah, I just played out of my boots there. I was absolutely brilliant today, wasn't I? <laughs> and I thought, yeah, fair enough. I mean, you unquestionably were. But, yeah, always had a slight block. Maybe it because he, he cheated at Headingley a few years back. I don't know. Anyway. But he did, didn't he? Trenchant words. He did,
0: didn't he? Comfortably. So Colin De Villiers are in. All right. Phil, who's your next man? Uh,
2: well, my next man is, is, is probably uh, a, a nod to the romantics out there, but it's, it's Baba Azam. Now, Baba is my one uh, allowance for a shortened career. Okay, so he's only played 70 odd games, I think. I don't have it written down here, but he's the fastest ever to 3,000 runs in history, surpassing Amla, surpassing Viv, surpassing KP. Uh, and surpassing Kohli as well. Uh, he carries that Pakistan bat- batting lineup. Um, I think he's made 1100s. I think it's something like that. Where is he in, in our list? Yeah, 1100s from 70-odd games. Averaging comfortably north of 50. Uh, but it's also... You want an element of style or, or lots of layers of style in this team. We're not lacking for it. But if I'm going to watch this side, I'm going to watch Sharma and I'm going to watch Barber alongside one another. And they were, they are the batsmen of my dreams from this era. So so the numbers stack up, albeit from a shortish sample size. Um, and ever since he played a back foot punch at Lord's uh, a few years back as a kid that no one had ever heard of, and he only made 20-odd, he's been my man ever since that shot.
1: Uh, I get all of that, but... But it's not jo- right, it's not the right call. No, Joss Butler's got to come in oh, in uh, enough time. Yeah, oh, I was wondering how we get Josh in. Well, he's got, he's got to come in. He's he, he has a strike rate of 120, Yeah, and for pity's sake. He's got to be our keeper. He's revolutionised English batting. He has how many of what the fastest? What is it? Five of, of the fastest? Ten five hundreds at
3: all time or something like that in ODI 50 cricket? ball England, jobbies. Yeah.
1: It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know, the question so is, if Butler comes in as a specialist,
3: which I think is a reasonable...
1: Claim by the way, no. I'll let him keep.
3: It, well, I mean, it, it, does, it, it this is probably where in the criteria where there's a keeper going to bat? So, are we
1: going to default to
3: the keeper batting at seven because it's the easiest way of putting together a mock team? No, I, or, I, or I, I need Butler bowl- keep at five. I
1: need bowling options because your your top four so far are not bowling. Yeah. And then you've got a keeper at five. Yeah. I need six bowlers. Can't I, go, can't go into it, a match with. Fewer than six. Bowlers. No, yeah, sure. So appreciate that. I've got to have Butler at five, and then I've got to pick six bowlers. One of whom's an all-rounder at least.
0: Is Butler such a shoe in though? MS Dhoni, I know uh, he's not the same player now as he was at the start of the decade. Geez, he was a year.
3: He was earlier this year. He he, he was the reason why India beat Australia into. Uh, closely fought, um, brilliant chases uh, where doney was the integral player. I mean, you know, I know Australia were a reduced side in that period without Smith and Warner, but and I know his World Cup was um, you know sketchy, but uh, Dony was still doing it in 2019. Is my point? It, it wasn't all in 2011 when they won the cup. It was,
1: but I'm looking at transformational players. The, the the culture of English One Day Cricket has been wretched for the best part of 20 odd years since the 1992 World Cup. They went from 2015 to 2019. Being the undeniably best one-day side in the world, and in large part that's due to two players that we haven't found space for in Roy and Bairstow at the top. Yep, mm-hmm. Jos Butler and Owen Morgan. And, Joe and if Root. I'm not letting and Joe Root, and if I'm not letting Owen Morgan and Joe Root in this side, somebody from that team has got to be there, and a man with a strike rate 120. You know, I mean, the only one who cuts near him for that sort of performance is is Maxwell, and yeah. we're not picking Maxwell. So I want somebody who can do something completely ridiculous in the middle yeah, order. Yeah, and just a nod and to Maxwell. I mean,
3: I, I agree we're not going to pick Maxwell, but Yaz and I were talking about this off-air. If you are looking for someone to be able to pull the trigger in the last 10 overs from the minute they walk out there, if they're playing a game tomorrow, um, then, then maybe Maxwell is in that conversation. But yeah, on, on a lot of these composite sides come down to numbers, don't they? And Maxwells don't quite measure up against but, the, the players like but, Butler. Butler
1: plays match-winning innings in a way that that Maxwell doesn't. I, th- I think back to... you Remember the, uh, the ODI England played against Australia? They were looking to whitewash. Yep. And they were in all sorts of trouble. And he won the game with basically uh, Butler and Rashid. Yep. Marshall in the tail. He's a clever batsman. He responds to situations. He's tactically... He's a genius. He, he knows his game inside out. He knows ODI's inside out. He's not just... A last ten over. Well, it's his best hundred, isn't it? It's his best hundred. The one at Manchester against Australia in that limit In that, I
2: mean, you know, when he, I think he, they were
3: ninety for six, ninety for seven, something like that. And, yep. and there's but be glad
2: that giant took three or four. Stanlake took four in a hurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um Echo all of those thoughts. Uh, M. S. Donney averages 103 in successful run chases, uh, with 47 not outs from 75 innings.
1: So he's presumably to blame every time they lose because he's not getting any <laughs> runs there, is I he?
2: Think, I think I can't remember the exact figure, but I think it was f- four four games in his career where he's been not out when they haven't won, or it might be three. It was around the three mark at, during the World Cup, and I think it may have ticked over to four because they lost one when he was not out. Uh, it, that, if you're talking about transformative cricketers, then Donia has redefined how to finish fifty over games of cricket. You can have both as well. It's well, definitely a, it's the, the, um, yeah. the
3: the old El Paso. Um, I'm memes, running out of one of the old-time great sure. early 2010s memes uh, Why not have both? Um, <laughs> I, I think that um, I just I just googled that to make sure I had the wording Lovely. right. I um, I think that, um, I think that um, there is a case. I had I had both in my team initially. Then I um, jettisoned Donny on the basis that I wanted to get an extra bowler in there. But if we're batting, I didn't have Butler at five either. And Dan, like you, you persuaded me. I think. So if Butler's at five, then you can have Downey in at seven and have that option that you're talking about. Then you've only got five bowlers. The closure.
1: But not
0: if you put a bowler
1: at six. Well, no, you've got six, eight, nine, ten, eleven. That's five bowlers.
0: <clears throat> but, but, which, is, five.
2: Which, is,
1: which is fine if you trust your fifth yeah. bowler. Well, what if, what if one of them breaks down? You know, you, go, you can't get I've been to the, balled a lot we, of filth in this 2015 World <laughs> I, I, Cup. I, I Rohit p- Sharma. I, 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 I picked my team in a rush
2: getting here. And uh, nice. as soon as I sent it through... I realised it was wrong for the reason that you outlined. I actually kind of emailed you about it. Yeah, it was like Amir Culper holding my hands up. I don't have enough bowlers up. Bowlers in here. Even with an all-rounder, a specified all-rounder slipping in there, I still only had five bowlers. So w- you're right, Dan. We do need that extra option. We can't avoid that extra extra bowling option. And if getting down the pipe, if Stokes is going to be considered as one of our all-rounders, then do you give Stokes 10 overs ideally in a, t- in a 50-over? We Let me, give, me, a me
1: give you a solution. Let me give you a solution. Precisely, because what we're lacking in this side, because we haven't picked Williamson, we've not picked Root, we've only really got Coley to play that innings that you know, he comes in at twenty for one, Mm -hmm. he bats through. Mm -hmm. Shakib Al Hassan, he he is a master in situations like that. He was he was fantastic during this World Cup. He gives us the the spinning option, and I'm not actually going to pick many spinners in this side. I've shoehorned him in at six, but I'm happy to see him go ahead of Butler. You can have Shakib at five. Butler at six.
2: All right, let me ask you: Does what's happened in the last couple of months affect or kind of colour you? Well, he can't
1: play the, this match if we play it before the thirty-first of December. No,
2: <laughs>
3: we need a twelfth man. That is true. I reckon that um, if if we're picking it on the on the body of work and they're not playing a game, remember it's a sort of a theoretical exercise. I think we probably can pick him. Uh, but
2: and, and also well, look, we and we would have picked Warner this time problem. last year wouldn't we yeah exactly and, and it helps with our problem that you're talking Magic about match one thing and a bit of sandpaper is another yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: well okay. both, both banned for the best part of a year <laughs> yeah yeah. Sure. remember of course <laughs> Warner,
3: Warner didn't receive a suspension from the ICC that was a, a code of conduct suspension True. from Cricket Australia about bringing a game into disrepute anyway by the by Pers- um,
2: personally so- I'm comfortable with Shaqib in, in this side on some sort of spurious moral grounds I'm comfortable yeah. with that but this has been a conversation that we've had on other, on other shows where it's not been quite as cut and dry.
1: Okay.
3: Well, I just think that with Shakiba, it helps solve a problem for us. If, if, <laughs> <Yeah>. if we're <laughs> yeah. a pragmatist yeah. um, if a hell with principle. <laughs> we got a team to We <laughs> wouldn't go that far. Uh, if we're going to have um, Butler and Dhoni, and, 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 and I think the case for both is, is solid enough. And also I should add Donny's glove work over the 10-year period. I mean, the, the magic he's performed up to the stumps has been you know, second to none. So let's assume that's still part of the part of why you pick a team you still want to a keeper who's brilliant. So Donny and Butler both being in there, you do need the extra bowler, and I doubt we're picking a second spinner. And as we learnt through the World Cup of 2019, a second spinner is ever so valuable. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, and also Shakib has World Cup form. Um, if we're talking about waiting, how you've done in World Cups, the 2019 um, edition of the tournament, he excelled and, and dragged Bangladesh to, to where they were on the cusp of making it through to the, the, the next the next round, the final four, which was unheard of before the tournament. So, uh, I think that, that that's, a nice, that's an elegant way of, of fixing it. It also means... Uh, uh, Don't keep saying fixing. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel as though having him in the side, uh, the probability of him breaking down is lesser than a fast bowler, so it just diminishes ever so slightly your need for six bowlers.
0: You he's somebody who you can genuinely trust to bowl ten overs. He's got more wickets among spin bowlers, the most wickets out of spin bowlers all decade. So And, he's Stokes, doesn't bowl sp- and Stokes doesn't bowl ten overs. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if we're picking
3: does. Stokes, I'd, I'd be leaning towards your point, Dan, but he only ever bowls four or five. Very yeah. rare to Stoke 10 Stoke ten. I agree.
1: Can I just point out while we while we do this that in this decade there are two guys I think that have been absolutely instrumental in transforming ODI cricket that we are leaving out, mm-hmm. but they are Brendan McCullum and Owen Morgan. Mm. Yeah, and I just want to give them a shout out, a shout out <laughs> because <laughs> Morgan was because, <laughs> close in my side. Well, he's very close in mine for the for what he would bring to the team, for the attitude, for the understanding of ODI cricket, for what he has done to transform English ODI cricket from a very low base, but also with McCullum. You know, I mean, he, he did some incredible things with that New Zealand side and we're leaving them both out. I think partly because we don't need either of them since we, the captain's got the pick of the best 11 players of the decade. If but this, that's the reason I'm not picking other of them. If this
2: was re as the most influential players, then it would be hard to leave those two out, for sure. And Morgan... It began, didn't it, right at the at the end of the last decade. You know, t- two thousand nine. I think he made his debut for England. Two thousand and ten was that summer where he took Australia apart, Southampton, and you know, English fans just never seen that before. And so, it is his decade. If you talk about English cricket and ODI cricket, it is Morgan's decade. However, you are right. In the end, the numbers aren't so persuasive as to knock anybody else out. Just in brackets, we haven't even mentioned Sanger. Yeah, haven't even mentioned him. I mean, I'm sure he'll live to fight another day, but was, <laughs> we haven't it's, even It's preposterous, it. isn't it? I mean, it makes a Three
3: too, by the way, just to pick up on that. I mean, yeah, in yeah, the case yeah. of Sanger, uh, the case of Morgan and McCullum, they've, in, in their own way, they've all, mm. been, all been transformative leadership figures. Like McCullum at the 2015 World Cup, the way that he made that New Zealand side, not just believe they could get to the final and win the thing, but um, overcome a lot of baggage in terms of making a, a global final. Um, being over there at the time, it, it felt... Inevitable, almost, that New Zealand would progress to the to the semi-final and, of course, that fantastic semi at, um, at Eden Park. So, yeah, I think that yeah, it's worth giving them a shout-out because of the way they changed the game. And, of course, the defining moment of limited overs cricket, probably in our lifetimes, was under Morgan's stewardship at Lord's mm. last July. Makes I think-
1: you realise how lucky we've been this decade, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I reckon this team will beat any other team of the, of, of the decade.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think
1: mean, that's
0: a good shout. I think um, one more player that we need to mention, he probably won't meet the team, Ross Taylor, between the yep. 2015 and 2019 World Cup, was, if you looked at a list of run scorers, you have Kohli at the top by miles. Gap, Taylor, massive gap, the rest. Mm. Taylor was amazing. He yeah. averaged about 64, 65 for a four-year period. And over the course of a decade, only de Villiers and Kohli have more runs. He got 6,500 runs at 54, 17 centuries, including a 181 mm. not out. That's a serious record.
1: But he does run out half his team. <laughs> so... And he Doesn't also, he also scored a lot of those runs with pretty dodgy eyesight, didn't he,
2: as well? It, 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 do you not know this one?
1: I don't think I know. Yeah, he, he, he?
2: Got, he got new eyes. He had an eye operation new after eyes. playing in Australia. He played a day-night game and he wasn't seeing it under lights. He just, just wasn't seeing the orange ball or the, red, the yellow-pink ball or whatever yep. it is. Pink ball. He just couldn't see it. Um, went to the docks and said, yeah, you've got a proper problem in one of your eyes. So yeah, you got a proper replacement eye, in effect. Alright, I'm not no scientist. He had an eye operation and since then he's been able to see perfectly 2020 and since then his record in, in all cricket is obscene. He averages sort of 70 plus in ODI cricket since then.
0: I think he suffers a bit from the Davilias problem as well, somebody who'd been around for a very long time and then got like quite a lot better and I don't think a lot of people noticed. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of underappreciated, but I mean like separate point, but his test record's amazing as well. Yeah.
3: Um, We're speaking after he's made what Ian Smith caught on commentary today, one of the, the grittiest half-centuries he's ever seen. And yeah, I, I, I share that. It was rugged conditions yeah, that I he was that facing this morning. That it was, was rough as. It was um, a series. good crack, yeah.
0: Um, so we've, we've got six. What do you guys want to do with number seven? This person doesn't necessarily have to bat at number seven, but we've got one more middle-over slot.
2: So, so what is our three,
0: four, five, six? think we have got a seven, don't we? Cody, Davilias, Butler, Shakeeb. And then... Three, four, five, six. Dhoni at seven? Was that, how we, is that what is we... If we do the
1: Doney, then we've only got five bowlers. No, I understand that. But doesn't
3: Shaqib partly offset that? No. Because we've got two spinners. I assume we're going to have a special spinner. I'm plus Shaqib. Well,
1: my team doesn't have a specialist simmer, uh, spinner. I think in the World Cup, we saw that actually one spinner can be enough. I suppose it will depend on the conditions we're playing in. But one half, I've though. got such a persuasive case... A bunch of incredibly good seam bowlers <laughs> that I was only going to have the one spinner and allow M- Shaqib to to bowl his hideous darts into people's. So, cars. so you're going Donny?
0: No. For the, okay.
1: No. I I was thinking it's a toss seven. up. Toss right. up between um, Stokes and Holder. Jason Holder's got an unusually good record this decade. Okay. And I need I need an all rounder. Stokes would probably edge it for me on current form. mm Hmm. Um, I take Adam's point, though, that he doesn't tend to bowl 10 overs in a one-day international. In a he's a good backup bowler. If what you're
3: calling Stokes is the sixth bowler who happens to bat number seven, um, it just means yeah.
1: his butler's wicket-keeping
3: sufficiently good enough to call him the wicket-keeper in this side.
2: Yeah, I think
3: it's
1: possible. One-day cricket. One-day cricket. The, the ball, hardly goes to the keeper, doesn't it, yeah. it? You know, it, it, <laughs> Everyone's got strike rate of 100. How many times does the ball <laughs> get through the keeper?
2: <laughs> Holder, I can certainly agree that you trust him with 10 overs comfortably more than you would Stokes but if our side is inserted and it's a bit overcast and somehow we're 3 down quite quickly and then you've got 15 overs to play and who walks out 5 down Jason Holder at 7 or Ben Stokes at 7 true uh, if you do have 6 bowlers Stokes ahead of Holder for me every time if you're only playing 5 bowlers I'll I'll go
0: with
1: that I'll go with that
0: is is Stokes the best person to actually bat at seven? Though he takes a while to get going, or could we fudge the order a little bit to maybe move Butler down to seven, Stokes up?
1: Well, we got a floating, got a floating order, haven't we? And, I don't you, would, mind and that. you would do exactly that. I mean, if if this team finds itself forty for three, then you know Stokes is going to be carded to come in and come in next, isn't he? Yeah. Um, if on the other hand they're a hundred and twenty for three or hundred twenty for two off twenty overs, then you might be putting Butler up there and. Let them get quick. But untrusted. it's worth that
3: bat, isn't it? I mean, in the England side that won the World Cup, Stokes was six and Butler was seven. But, so, they, but they do float. No, no, I understand that. But if she keeps batting five, I mean, I think you've kind of covered that base. And your point, Phil, stands that if you're four for sod all and Ben Stokes walks out and Josh Butler after that with his um, range of movement, mm. if you like, that's a pretty good insurance policy if things go, go awry.
2: So just to clarify, Mahendra Singh Dhoni, the most important ODI cricketer of the century, And World Cup winner on his own and all of that. He's not
1: making our team, just to clarify that. Well, he's not making my team because I had to pick one of Doney or Butler. Yeah. and I knew we were going to have this conversation when I got on the tube to come in as well. I knew that the Butler question would come up with you in the room. I have a thing about Butler. No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I was never going to leave him out. I'm unpersuadable on the issue. But if I'm outvoted, I totally understand Okay.
0: Can I say one thing on that? I get Dhoni's been one of the most influential ODI players ever, but I think England, England's team from 2015 to 2019 was also the best ODI team of the decade. And we, we so, so far only have two, and we've only just got them inside. Sure, sure.
2: I, I went, and it was a toss of a coin, but I went on Dhoni for the numbers and for the fact of that night in Mumbai. Uh, but again, it really was a tight one. So it comes down to you, Adam.
3: I still would lean towards being bolshy about five bowlers. Oh. Uh, in that I wouldn't be picking a team on the basis that you'd need a sixth. Uh, I would play them both and run the gauntlet if it were me. So I, I would include Dhoni as my wicketkeeper, batting at seven. So really my choice is it Stokes or, or Doney. So I've got okay. Stokes ahead of Holder. Okay. So I'm, I've got Joss in regardless. The question is, does Joss have the gloves and bat... In the top five, sort of, or do we have, um, or do we have Donny in that floating middle order um, as the finisher? Phil, you talked about his finishing data in addition to his wicketkeeping keeping skills. It's mm-hmm. phenomenal, mm-hmm. and the influence, the broader influence. And Yaz, when we were doing the women's team, we did sort of have a nod towards broader influence, and and, and Doney's is considerable. As his Butler's, by the way. I'm not diminishing that. Whether there's a way they both play, but again, like then then you're leaving out Ben Stokes, who
1: who um. Who feels like he should be on right. this side? I have never had more sympathy for Ed Smith in my life. <laughs> this is tough, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the,
0: the only thing I say on on Stokes is that he's been a very good ODI batsman for two or three years. That's not that long out of the entire decade. And if if if, if, the, if the if the if the question is Donal Stokes, it does and, and be, it does sound a bit ridiculous if we go that's only, true uh, Stokes rather. Sure,
2: Stokes has take, taken seventy wickets as well in his whole ODI career. So it's it's not like he's
0: constantly. Affecting the game of the ball, I think like over six and over as well.
2: Yeah, I if if I'm if I'm making a, a play for any of this, then then I'm keeping Donny in the side, come what may, um, personally, because I just think those numbers are terrible. So I think we're at three. I think we've. Got, I could we, live we, with
3: we, it. We, there's three players, and I think that we, to, to summarize, we've all got two different players. We're all leaving out a different player. Yeah, and I even can, though I, I feel guilty leaving Stokes out, that's preposterous. So I can, I can live.
1: I can live with. Butler, or Shaqib Butler, do I can live with that. Well, let's, I'm not, let's live think, to fight another day. I'm very day, nervous. No, shall we, shall I'm we very nervous that? out in the field. I'm worried because, <laughs> because I don't want to, well, I don't want to ruin it. But when we come to the opening bowlers, I may end up picking a guy who could break down very quickly. <laughs> well, right. actually, actually, two bowlers who could break down very quickly. Fabulous. <laughs> um,
0: right. go, come to the bowlers, but as we've already got Shaqib in the team, there is no longer a need to have a spinner. So if you want to pick a spinner, go for it. Okay. So so. bowlers, just well, why don't
1: bowlers. we pick four bowlers and see which bowlers they are? Hang on, but that
3: doesn't that breaks your rule. We've no, got a spinner, but who's your rounder? Both say they can Shaquem be the same person. The all-rounder. You can. Your spinner can be a. If you're an all rounder, can you also be a special spinner? This was in your preordained rules. Yes,
0: I, I think Shakib is good enough as a. The spinner to count as a specialist. But spinner. He's the got, He's got He's got more yeah. wickets than anyone else okay. to spin bowlers. Right. Okay, so it frees us up to potentially play yeah. four seasons. But, 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 sh- but you can take that into account and be like, well, Shaqib's our only spinner. Maybe we somebody else. Okay. Is, all up for debate. Okay,
1: So bowlers. Well... We uh, shall no, we do the spinner scr-
0: first
3: uh, and debate whether we're having a spinner?
1: Well, no. I think we should pick our four favourite bowlers and see if any of them is a spinner. Okay. And for me, my... I'm afraid my favourite bowler of the decade is Lassie Marlinger, as Russell Arnold pronounces it. Lovely. Uh, I, and also, he's just so funny. Yep. Uh, he's got to be in my side. I I like unorthodoxy in one-day cricket. He knows it all. I know, like, the, the Marlinger we're looking at now is a little bit, you know, suboptimal physically. He, he still had his day out, though, didn't he, against but England? He did. he did, he did. And I'm thinking about his, his influence over the decade, which has been enormous. So, how do we feel about... Marlinger, uh, He's in
3: my team. Uh, he's in my team as well. Uh, he wasn't in my team when then I completely forgot about him, I must admit. And, and he was in my team when I thought about it for more than 20 so seconds. So
1: we all agree.
2: Yeah. yeah, I also think with quick bowlers, the longevity question is more interesting and more relevant than in batsmen, personally. Because it's just so much harder as well. Uh, he's played 162 games across this period and taken by far the most wickets of all bowlers out there. 248 wickets from 162 games he's taken. Um, in context he's played double the number of games that Mitchell Stark has played and Mitchell Stark has been around for the full decade as well so I think all kinds of reasons um, you put Lassith in there uh, the numbers stack up he's a joy to watch he's bothered the back end of tournaments as well you know he could have won one here and there you know the 07 tournament alright not quite in this decade but he's been around a long long time you know and he's continued to do it those stats that I mentioned that's just from this decade so it, Predated as well, you know. So, yeah, he's in. He's in comfortably for us.
0: Cool. And Stark's got to be in it as well. Oh, he's for, for me, definitely. Yeah. He's like... the
1: best ODI bowler uh, <laughs> possibly I've seen. Face. <laughs>
3: yeah, I think Stark and Malinger are the easiest 2 aren't they? It uh, boils down to like.
1: Strike rate? Yes. I've got here. Uh, 24? 24 and a half? An I mean, average of 20. That yeah. is a wicket. Yeah. Every four overs. This is absurd. Yeah. A, big, a big tournament
3: record that's, you know, he's been the leading wicket-taker in two consecutive World Cups. He's taken wickets at the front of the innings, the back of the innings. He's made the ball um, move at the start and the end. Like, for every reason, Player of the Stark, match in the final, was he?
1: Player of the... F- was, was no, James
3: Faulkner was as a happy but, Oh, but, yeah, okay. But Stark was... But he affected the He was the game, moment, was. wasn't he? He you got know, the, the McCullough moment defines the whole contest.
1: Yeah. And he looks like a young Bruce Campbell from the Evil Dead. So yeah, strong. He's he's... What an exciting ball opening to, pairing that is.
3: And that ball to Ben Stokes at Lord's in a oh. World Cup.
1: When Stokes dropped his bat. Yep. Yeah, beautiful. You have no problem with that, yes?
0: Abs- 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 that sounds absolutely fine. Um, Phil, who are you going for next? Uh, I've gone,
2: in, in a similar vein to the Baba Razam thing, I've gone with Jaspreet Bumrah, whose, whose sample size, again, is not that vast. He's only played 58 games um, across this period. By by comparison, Starks played eighty five. Trent Bolt, who should be a part of this conversation, uh, played eighty nine. So, you know he's behind them, but he's not massively behind them. He's thirty odd games behind them, thirty five games behind them. Uh, one thing I will say with absolute confidence is that, that when he gets those thirty five games up, so he's not his record is not going to collapse. I mean, he is a he's a. Special cricketer.
1: If he doesn't get badly injured, he's going to be the player. He's going to be the bowler of the next decade. Yeah, his
2: his average amongst this taking list uh, amongst seamers is the best of the lot. The average is under twenty two.
0: No, so Stark's got a better average, but he's got the best economy rate.
2: You're, you're correct. You're correct. Stark has a marginally better average, but yeah, he goes. I don't actually have it written down here, but he goes at under fives and over, right?
0: Yeah,
1: under four and a half. And, the, unor- and a half. the unorthodoxy is very, very appealing as well. If you've got Malinga Stark. And Bumrah, yeah. But my my problem with I didn't pick Bumrah for the same reason that I didn't press for Roy and Bhaestho. Sure, because I do and, think I do think that Roy and Bhaestho have, have transformed opening batting. I think Bumrah is transforming opening bowling, but because of his lack of weight of of matches, Fine. fair enough. I I couldn't pick him for for a team of the decade, which, which is why I went for Bolt. And Bolt, I, yeah. Bolt I adore was my, was my Bolt.
2: second, and again, hairs breadth between the two of them.
1: Big game player,
3: Bolt. Um, done it in in fixtures which matter. He's got a fantastic record against Australia, for example, both home and away. Um, I think about the way that he's held that New Zealand attack together for for. Yeah, you know, he's led the attack in consecutive World Cups, one where they made the semi. Well, sorry, two World Cup finals rather, and one where they you know got all the way to the finish line. Um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd have Bolt to open the bowling with Stark. He's got also a that sort of deep bag of tricks which we. Sort of like in fifty-over cricket, the twenty-over sensibility that he brings to fifty-over cricket, and, yeah. and I agree. By the way, about Boomer, like Boomer's last couple of years suggests that he's going to be the the, the standout fast bowler in the world for a long it's period just not of the time. Body of work, yeah. It's that's... just it's just hard because we're doing it yeah in in a in a way that makes Bolt's record hard to overlook.
2: Yeah, that's all fair. Um, the one slight mark against Trent Bolt is that he didn't tear up the World Cup statistically, like a lot of people expected him to. I I put some money on him. I thought he was going to stroll it right at the top of the the wicket-taking charts. It didn't happen. Um, He had a decent back second half of the tournament, but was oddly ineffective in the first half. Um, It's a tiny, it's barely a legible black mark on his name, to be honest.
0: Um, Joint leading wicket-taker in 2015 with Stark, I think. Indeed, yeah.
2: Yeah, and that comfortably counterbalances what happened last summer Mm. in England, yeah. um, I'm comfortable with, with him if he is the nod, Stain
1: Morkel. Yeah, I was going to say Stain. I mean, again, I'm picking. I'm going with Bolt, but in large part because I don't think you could even fit a big biro into his mouth. It's so tiny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then this is why I've left out a spinner, is because I have to have Stain. If we're not having Amber as well, then I kind of feel that as it's such a crucial part of this decade is Dale Stain. And he's weirdly gets slightly forgotten because of the injuries that have happened and they've hampered the back end of his career. Uh, I, I seeing him tearing into bowl unbelievably quickly, and I just I like him as a bloke as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. I think there's, there are so many factors that that make me want to pick stain and make me want to have a four man seam attack.
3: I've seen it slightly differently uh, in that wrist spin has been um, really important and the. And the and you, and you could it's hard to look past Imran Tahir here on longevity and on being a wrist spinner who's just been around for such a long period of time. I haven't got his, I do have his numbers actually. He won 173 wickets at you know 24.8 um, and you know 107 um, One Day Internationals. It's a long period of time he's been playing for. As we know, he's over 40 years of age now, and and are still kind of doing it
1: at the World Cup. This is year. South Africa's leading World Cup wicket taker. So right. you know, yeah. I'm arguing with Dale Steyn, and so he's done. Yeah. arguably more I, I, it's conditional for me, though, for me it, it, it's one or the other And I, I'm do, how about we we can select on the basis of the pitch
0: mm-hmm. no we, right. need a t- we need 11 oh. I'm afraid um, <laughs> you're and really harsh and, you and, and, are, also, yes. and also another name we'd like to throw into the mix I think you're going to dismiss him on the same ground as Boomer is, is the Fizz the Fizz Mr. Fizzer yeah. has been brilliant. He's Great kind to of see him back this World Cup. Yeah, there. he's cu- cu- not revolutionary's a bit far, but the way he bowls, no one really bowls like him, bowling this array of cutters. When he first burst in the scene, he was sensational. Um, I'm a big and,
1: fan of the fizz, but uh, for me it's the same issue. It's that's a, Not paid long enough. Give it 5 years and he Bumrah, Bairstow, Roy, they're, they're all in, but and, and I had him in my my team initially, and then I thought, can I really justify <laughs> Him and his and his his body of work mm-hmm. over stain or as Adam says, you know Imran Tahir. If we mm. if we want a, another spinner, and I find it, I would find it very hard to do that. I take all your points, but mm. this is a team of the decade, guys. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm.
0: do you wanna b- before we finally get to get down to choosing the last last player? Um, do you guys want to guess who's got the third most wickets in this decade among seam bowlers? We've not mentioned um,
1: him, Colin de Grandom No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Kakiso
2: Rabada no No, no. oh no I've just seen it Uh, (laughs) extraordinary Disara
1: Pereira
0: (laughs) (laughs) we've not given him a mention yet Um, quite right (laughs) too
2: Tim Southie in the top five as well now I look down this list you know it's quite telling in itself brilliant bowler consistently underrated like pretty much every New Zealand cricketer who's ever walked the earth Mm. Um, I had Tahir in my side by the way but I didn't have Shakib earlier, so that does skew my selection slightly. But I had Tahir in my side for the, for the simple reason that Adam outlines that wrist spin is so so precious in 50-over in cricket, in 20-over cricket as well, even more so, arguably. Tahir's been the standout slow bowler, probably, I would say, for over the decade. Um,
1: his fielding's a bit of a black mark. Uh, and his celebrations. And his celebrations. Well, I'd uh, say
2: that
3: adds to the column. <laughs> <laughs> we need a team. Of, it, 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 we need an and entertainer.
1: Andy altsman on, on uh, Test Match Special calculated exactly how far he had run <laughs> in his total number of celebrations in his entire career by, by doing half of pi r squared because he does like a semicircle. Uh, anyway, that is by the by. I want to raise a problem here. Go on. Because if we are going with only five bowlers and two of them are spinners, yeah. We've got some serious yeah. over-wrangling to do, both yeah. at the, the front end of the innings it's and true. the back end of the innings. This is true. And, and I wouldn't be comfortable going out with three seamers and two spinners myself. No. Those spinners have to bowl virtually all their 20 overs that. in tandem straight after the first 10. You know? Well, you're and asking Chiquet your to then, the ball on the first 10. And you're also asking your seamers to have to bowl quite significantly long spells. Yeah. So. That,
2: Daniel, is an irrefutable point. Uh, we, we can't play five bowlers and two spinners. You know, if it's a 60-yard mm. boundary, mm. doesn't matter how good you are. Six yeah, bowlers, yeah. two
1: spinners, fine. So yeah. does that five mean Donny's out for um, Stokesy? Stokesy, <laughs> short Stokes. Stokesy, later. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Whoa, right.
1: Oh, the agony. That's, That's where yeah. it comes no, down, down to. told isn't it was going to be this hard. Because no one else
3: can come out for. I don't think anyone could come out for Stokes apart from Dony. Well, or we or we Butler. could we could, Butler, sorry.
2: we could not be picking Tahir and pick the extra seamer. That is one way around, right? It? So you you you
3: think it's an okay balance with five bowlers, four of them being seamers.
1: I do, yeah, because yeah. it allows you to rotate your seamers. Yeah, um, and So it needs
3: to be a different type of seamer. Let's look you, at the composition. You were, you were Two quite, left armers to about
2: five bowlers. You think five bowlers yeah, get down.
3: Yeah, I, I, I do. But it, let's look at the composition. We've agreed on, uh, Shakib left arm, yeah. Stark's nice. Stark's left arm, Bolt's left arm. Yeah, um, do we need a? Do we need to make sure that we? Get this right as well. Who do we have as the right arm seamer? Malinga. Malinga, Malinga.
0: and he's not particularly orthodox. So if you had a,
3: if you had, do we need a belt and braces? Stain or Morkel? I'm calling them belt and braces
0: only because yeah. Well, I wouldn't
1: go with Morkel. Morkel's been oddly up and down in one-day internationals in in the last uh, decade. Don't quite understand why he's so difficult to get away in a Test match with a red ball. He's got
0: a better average than Stain. Very similar. Economy rate, so maybe that's um, just a feeling. I've yeah. seen Morkel being being well, so laid he's into got 154 more. 154 wickets at 24.46, an economy rate of under five. Um, very few seamers go under five and over this decade. So oh, I mean, he's in. He's in. Professional with stats, Dan. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So it's a Stain, then,
3: is it? I think what you said, Dan, about if we're compiling a team of the decade and Stain isn't in it, it feels a bit.
1: Hmm.
2: Also, you feel as well if if you need someone to win you a game to wrench it from the jaws of defeat and all of that, then you throw the ball to Stain down the line. Stain and malinger at the death. Yeah, that's you know Stark having picked up some wickets in the beginning,
1: comes (laughs) back in the middle overs. (laughs) It just yeah, it feels feels right, doesn't it? And you get to play uh, the BG Stain alive really loudly, and um, so I'm frustrated by by
3: the lack of wrist spinner, but I appreciate that. That is a necessity if we're playing five bowlers. And in order to play six bowlers, we're getting rid of Doney or Butler, which seems not
1: right. Heresy.
0: Mm. <laughs> so I think, I think we've kind of stumbled upon a team. Stumbled? Have we? We've <laughs> strode towards this <laughs> team. You do realise that in
1: the next decade, we're going to start having designated hitters so that you'll be able yeah. to pick 12 yeah. before very long. Yeah. And then we'll be absolutely tickety-boo because everyone to here can play as a bowler only should yep. be only a matter of months, really. Oh, I think so. Yeah, i seen the the test match as well. It nearly, nearly yeah.
3: happened 20 years ago. They they, they were playing um, 12 in limited overs cricket in Australia in the late 90s, and it very nearly became a, a feature of the international game, and they backed away from it. But the idea of 12 on the team sheet, 11 are permitted to bowl, 11 permitted to bat. Bring it on. Essentially, yeah. I mean, Bring it on. I've always quite enjoyed that format.
2: Yeah, me too. Okay, so we have Yaz. Yes, Sharma,
0: Warner, Coley, De Villiers, Butler, Shaqib, Dhoni, in any order. And then Stark, Malinga, Bolt, Stain at the moment. It's a pretty good team.
1: It is a very good team. And that's team. our 11.
0: That's, that's 11 players. Got a, got a skipper.
2: That's a beautiful team.
0: Just one more time. Sharma, <laughs> Warner, Coley, Davilias, Butler, Shakib, Dhoni, Stark, Malinga, Bolt, Stain.
1: That's gorgeous. got to be it? Coley, hasn't it? I mean, I, although I don't think he's the best tactician um, in that team, though. Well, you've got Dhoni in it. Dhoni. Dhoni. He he ca- anyway. I forgot- <laughs> Why do I keep forgetting about Doney He cared
2: about 50 over cricket. He was he was asked to play 50 over cricket, wasn't he? You know, it was the test cricket where he couldn't... Yeah. Uh, the, the love
1: rather fell out of it towards the end. But in 50 over cricket, he, he kept the, the dream alive, did I've just realised, if we've got Coley and Dohny on the side, Coley can be the captain, but Dony will make all the decisions anyway. That's yeah. kind of what happens. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But why don't we make it Dohny on the basis yeah, of the captain of the World Cup winning team? Yeah,
3: yeah. we should. We should. I yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. It recognises that sort of, you know...
2: And we'll get a good few thousand listeners in India as well. So job done. <laughs> if you put that tweet
3: out, you as Dhoni's captain of the Wisden One Day yeah. team of the year, team of the decade, that's going to do
1: massive numbers. Welcome yeah, yeah. to our listeners in Bengaluru and Kolkata. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, is everyone happy with that team?
1: Happy? I'm ecstatic. Delirious, Thrill. actually. Thrill, Thrill. Yeah. It's been a
3: wonderful yeah. distraction from the Pre-applic. despair of our broader existential crisis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and on that note, it's the afternoon after the night before, folks. <laughs>
0: thanks a lot everyone really appreciate it we have a team what a team it is this has been the second of our wisdom cricket weekly podcast decade in review specials we hope you enjoy them head to wisdom.com and the wisdom cricket monthly magazine to read more from the rest of our decade in review series if you enjoy the show tell your friends and why not leave us a five star review on the podcast app cheers
2: cheers bye
1: Podcast Network.